And we're back. It's episode number two of the Identity Podcast. Uh, my name is Nick Aaron. In front of me, we have... In front of we, we have... In front of me, we have... <laughs> we have Deluxe. All right. We can do this again, really? <laughs> right. So, but my name is Jason One. <laughs> and I'm DJ Paul Dakota. How y'all doing? All right, great. So it's podcast time. It is a new week. Uh, we're going to try for a weekly podcast here. Thanks for the um, appreciation and uh, love that you guys showed us on yeah, the, last the last one. one. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. So Shout out to everyone. Definitely, definitely. So we're going to keep going. Um, for this episode, we have quite a bit to talk about. We have a surprise in the form of a new Jay-Z album, which I wasn't really expecting. I was. I knew about that this they were morning, dropping man. subliminals all week. They were dropping them, but I mean, in terms of me looking forward to there being another Jay-Z album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but there were some hints. And then the 444 and all that yeah. stuff in the story. And and um, that's his lucky number. I have no idea what's like the, that. He has the a tattooed on story his behind it finger him and beyonce really yeah so it goes deeper than just <coughs> oh what looks a whole, like a <laughs> yeah he has a whole freestyle rap on four the number okay, four cool so i guess we'll hear it on the album yeah i'm yeah. assuming so and not just throw any shade uh calvin harris's way but uh he also has an album uh released midnight this morning well this morning midnight whatever you call it okay. so that will be i know how we do it here on the identity podcast we listen to these albums literally at the point of recording it. So we've never heard the album in full for either of these artists before. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Jay-Z album, for sure, we've never heard any no. of the records. So we're excited for that. The Calvin Harris one, we have heard a few records and we're loving it so far. Yeah, so definitely. we can't wait to get into the rest of it. Definitely liking uh, what I'm hearing from that. Um, it's a good vibe. Yeah, definitely. definitely. a good vibe. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So wh- what's on uh, What's what's on the agenda for this weekend? What's what's going on? What's, what's everybody up to? Well, I'm staying in St. Farlip, <laughs> a.k.a. St. Philip at the Crane. All right. That sounds nice. So any stalkers, this will be recorded and uh, posted when I'm gone. On Monday. So um, make don't, the uh, don't necessary arrangements. <laughs> <laughs> hey, D. Yes. Where, 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 are those, where are your tracks for that mob beat makes me doing? Oh, it's in my laptop that I forgot. Oh, oh. okay, okay, okay. Because I'm excited. Yeah, we promised the. You sound we, excited. We promised. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, uh, we, we promised the audience uh, a mob deep. Yes. You yeah. know, yeah. prodigy. It's coming. Don't worry, though. It's so coming. That's coming. Yeah, yeah it's, awesome. coming. it's coming. I've been a little preoccupied with rum punch for the week. <laughs> Staycation. You need a, You need an AA meeting, just. I don't need an AA meeting. Trust me. I just look one eighth of a glass of rum punch, and I'm done. <laughs> I am after, lit. After all, we are in the Caribbean. Barbados to be specific. Yeah. So just the home so, of rum. Exactly. The the birthplace of rum. Yes. The birthplace. Yeah, so it is no joke. If someone says, Hey, welcome to Barbados and they hand <laughs> like you a glass like of some pink accent. juice <laughs> <laughs> and they hand you some pink punch, uh just know it's no joke. It is nothing to play with. Definitely. All right, so um that's that's a good way to kick off the show. Do you see you have anything to add before we get into the meat of it? I just wanna get straight into it. <laughs> Let me get any topics right now. So in the news segment, I'm sure you probably think this is like old news by now, but um, I, I'm sure all of us sitting at the table have has seen or heard in some form or fashion <coughs> the altercation at the BT Awards <laughs> between uh, the hosts of Everyday oh. Struggle, yeah. a complex yes. show, Joe Budden, uh, Joe Budden Nadeska, yeah. and um, Academics. DJ Academics in yes. particular, versus um, the Powerpuff Girls, yeah. <laughs> AKA the Migos. <laughs> 
lord. No shade to the Migos, by the way. You know, since last episode, I love the Migos. Yeah. And I'll continue to like They are Nick but Aaron's I heroes. Those, those are the only and mumble, don't care that mumble, far. <laughs> mumble boys that I like. Yeah, yeah definitely. The mumble rap <laughs> trap group. So they had an altercation. Um, can anyone fill us in on, on some backstory about it? <laughs> all right all I, I know is i know this flowered shirt cuff being rolled up it was <laughs> it was already cuffed they were be- no he started rolling up again there's really? there's some video that came on after the fact i'm not gonna lay he was very classy when he stood up no lay <laughs> he was as classy as he why was be. joe budden's shirt buttoned all the way up though and his shirt was Man, outside that's his style his ball main he was trying to do the you yeah, know the trying to wear properly. long sleeve long long um yeah. what's it called again or the there's a name for it i don't know it's short in the front, long in the back, or the other way around. Shirt. Yeah. I don't remember. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Yeah. We're talking yeah. about this. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. We're so, talking about. That's still on topic, though. Oh, kind of. It's all a part of the, the yeah. whole. We're right. trying to paint a picture for y'all. Yeah. And that's a part of it. Joe Button shirt. So apparently, the the whole issue stems from the fact that the opinion of Joe Budden is that the Migos, formerly known as the Migos, the, um, <laughs> they do not do well at interviews. They're asked a lot of questions. Mm. Um, they give, you know, half-assed responses. That's because they can't speak properly. Maybe. Have they been drinking a lot of cough syrup? Maybe. On that lean. Sleeping on that syrup. On that, that double lean. cup. <laughs> <laughs> this is herb. So that, that was the this whole, that was the whole um, issue that it came from. So he, he was of the opinion that they're great artists, but they give horrible interviews. So being Joe Budden, very opinionated, he did not want to interview them. So they had a vote before the show or whenever that, Two of the three of the the, the hosts of the show um, voted yes to interview. He okay. did, wasn't having it at all. At all. <laughs> so that's going into it. That's some some backstory. Right. To add to that, um, he was telling, I, I think the next episode of of Every Everyday Struggle, uh, he was talking about the fact that he went into a mall to buy socks or something the morning before um, the BT <laughs> Awards, mm-hmm. and he met one of the QCs. Uh, QC being the label that. Guys like Little Yachty and and Migos that are all signed. There's to. more. Yeah, there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> so he met this guy in the mall in the morning, and the guy was pretty much giving him some smoke about you know put some respect on ex people's name, oh. i.e. not not Migos but Little Yachty. Okay. So there was that tension. So Joe was going into it pretty much. I Ar- guess as argumented or right. Yeah, yeah. So okay. there was a little backstory to it, and that was the day of. So. I guess things just got kind of flared up on the red carpet when it actually happened. But suffice it to say, I think it was super unprofessional of Joe to get up and drop the mic halfway during an interview. And he knew that. He yeah. knew that after the fact. And he knows that. But yes. I just think it was super unprofessional. He might be right in, it in was funny his justification hell. of it, but I think it was, it was a little bit too hell. far. He was like, look, I am unprofessional. I know that. So, But he was pushing it from the get go with that. Uh, we need to wrap it up anyway. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. from the time as a horse, right there, that's disrespectful. Yeah. yeah, super. Honestly, the first time I saw that whole um, interview situation go down, <clears throat> I was thinking, why is Joe Button interviewing anybody right now? Because <laughs> the, he has no behavior. Like, no. he is such an idiot. But at I times. think that's why he works so well on that show, because it's always an argument. And controversy. It's called everyday like, struggle. So yeah. it makes sense, even though you struggle through an interview. No, because it's a, it's a it's a tug, I guess, between a yeah. the two of them. You, you gotta have a, a, a 
pretty much a bad apple in there somewhere. Yeah, it's it's kind of like our show. I mean, we're He's not going like to agree on everything. Show, no, you aren't. No, because you have different opinions. Exactly. So it, it and someone's super opinionated as him, and then which is Joe Budden and and the other guy uh, DJ Academics, which he loves everyone. He loves <laughs> everybody. He's like yeah. Migos, you guys are like my favorite. Yeah. So there's always <laughs> Joe's that. Face went like there's always that tension. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sure you guys probably have seen half of the uh, the, the memes, memes and everything yeah. by now. Oh, about it. there was too oh, many. So bad. The Powerpuff Girl and all our classic. <laughs> The cake, <laughs> Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> <laughs> the sounds, though. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, was so, hilarious. D, yes. Did you understand what he said at first? When what take off? It was take off. Who's this? Did you understand what take off? Bougie. Yeah. Oh, Did you understand oh. that at first when you watched the video? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was right bougie? there with academics when he was like, "Sorry, huh? What? When he did the. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, when that's he a went little John it was like sorry what what huh what'd you say huh what'd you say like, what? we were talking about Beijing, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but then after hearing it again so it was like All break right. it down to what he said Nick you you say it the best though he says well the the, the conversation started <laughs> and and DJ Academics I don't know if you guys follow his um his YouTube page but he does like commentary on hip hop news mm-hmm. why was he called a black cabbage patch kid by the way but anyway keep like on going anyway, that's another <laughs> topic for another day topic. you know I gotta throw that in another right. topic for another day yep. but apparently he um for whatever reason decided to bring up the topic about him being left off the track by right. Bougie because apparently as far as I know it was just Quavo um, offset. offset and and little some other little whatever um, Uzi Uzi whatever but he brought that subject up which was kind of maybe a point of contention for them so I don't know why he did it mm. so in defense Takeoff was like does it look like I got left off of Bad and Bougie like on purpose yeah. so that <laughs> already pushed them into a sphere I guess where they were feeling a little confrontational like why would you ask that question and then it was like obviously, what huh yeah. what Obviously, I'm making money off of it. I'm still in the Migos. I'm still going to get my money from it. So I think that's kind of what fueled it on both sides. So it's just like a a, a perfect storm. (laughs) He really wanted to be um, devil's advocate, though. Yeah, but it's like he was trying to be devil's advocate, but then he turned around and was like, I like how you guys work together. Like if one of y'all are in jail, the rest of y'all come through and swoop in and... (laughs) <laughs> carry on a song like kumbaya it's like dude you know I yeah i think it was like um i think that was just the interviewer question you know how some interviewers yeah, have to push give, push the buttons yeah they to gotta get, give to get a new story i guess yeah, yeah something juicy yeah but i saw joe interview drum is it drum yeah and that was a good interview. it was yeah. a great interview it was fun it was on point it was succinct you know it was it was really good and dj drama I didn't really like that too much. It was a good interview. But it was a I'm good interview. I'm just saying that Joe fan. is Joe can be pleasant, yeah, which is good. So he's not totally off the chain. He just seriously, if he doesn't respect you, he's just not gonna give you no respect. Yeah, so and that's that's real. That's as real as you that's can get. That's real. So <laughs> if I go on his show, I'm gonna be like, hi, please don't cuss me out on TV. <laughs> so speaking of um, BT drama, let's get into the reason there was a BT awards. The uh, the winners nominees and also the award winners i don't know if you guys know it in full detail who won what category no no not in full detail. i'll just run through some of the bigger um the bigger awards so we have for um best female r&b pop artists um in the, the category was solange uh rihanna best, best female pop yeah okay rihanna uh mary j blige and kalani okay guess who won that sorry and beyonce Guess who won that category? I mean, why? How are you gonna put Beyonce in there? Yeah, 
Who won? Against her sister Beyonce. But <laughs> that's not fair. Is that a pity award? <laughs> I don't get it because I don't I don't know what Mary J. Blige's last body of work she was. She just came out with an album. Really? She just dropped an album like that's probably why she's a few now. weeks ago or a month ago. That's not fair. Yeah. Well, um, I guess they knew what they were doing when they Not only that, that Solange's album was a breath of fresh air compared to... I mean, Lemonade was good. Meh. Lemonade was good, but I can't listen to Lemonade today. What do you guys think? My question is, she won because of because of Lemonade? It would have had to be. It would have had to because be because that was the last thing she did. Yeah. Lemonade was off my radar and that just was, like Mary indeed. J. Blige, um, Mary J. Blige, Kalani... Beyonce and David tour them because <laughs> she ain't released nothing for my liking. She yeah. ain't released nothing at all. Beyonce yeah. released an album for the ladies. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like anthem, women's anthems. You know, we got titties stuff. and we we get equal rights. <laughs> Goddamn it, you know, fuck. Yeah, um, so she won that category. Um, the same best, well, for males, best male R and B and pop artists. We had Chris Brown, Bruno Mars, The Weeknd. Trish songs and Usher. Ooh, Usher. Yeah. But what Oddball. did he do? I have no idea. He released one song. Um, can't remember the name. Party with Chris Brown. Um, a song about girls. I can't remember, but he was off the radar as well. I missed that one. Mm. Uh, I love Usher though. He's amazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> All well and good. But who? <laughs> wait. Okay. What do you guys think about what Chris Brown is, has been doing recently? I mean, do you Which think Which department are we talking about? Yeah. Mental, physical, like musically? Musically. It all sounds the same to me. I think and this is something that I, I was <laughs> we were talking about before before you got here, uh, D. Um that was was I guess a point that we didn't really agree on, but something that it brought up was the fact that I think Chris Brown is one of those artists pushing all his past aside. I mean, that's difficult to do in this sure. day and age. Yeah. But he's one of these artists that he can pretty much jump on every every and any record or go away into obscurity and come back and do a project that gets him back on the charts again yeah i agree he's that kind of artist he's like r kelly exactly (laughs) so to see him here or whatever i'm not surprised by it but i'm happy to say that bruno mars won that category i agree with that yeah yeah of course that last album that he put out was amazing amazing. but wait just say how you said chris bro has a package bruno mars literally has a package dancing performances yeah but the thing is okay but bruno mars is uh, taking it back like he took it back you know Mm, to some old school 90s you know really good but good music that we would yeah feel good music that we can go back and listen to chris brown in my opinion his music it all sounds alike and it's raunchy a lot of it you wait this man released a track with who was it i can't remember but i swear blaine this man degrades girls in almost every single song Mm. and it's getting annoying to me (laughs) real talk as a man speaking Mm. though right Right, i can imagine yeah it's a a bit much it's a bit much but I, i guess he's also trying to find that next hit but see that's his persona and he can and he can work that and he gets the ladies and whatever he sings about i believe is true it probably is true because his ego it sounds like his ego is woven through his music yeah and um and that's fine i mean you know we had rick james back in the day and prince and you know what i'm saying like they oozed sexuality and you know but is what he sings about really it's not beautiful no and the thing is like his 
his range, like when he did the song with Jordan Sparks mm-hmm. back yeah. a long time ago, like oh, yeah. before everything went down, Breathe it, no that air was beautiful. Yeah, that's, yeah. No air. That's that, right. that was a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. And that was like Disney, you know, Disney stamps. That was yeah. family yeah. G rated. You know, it was great. Yeah. And um, we know he can go raunchy, but it's like, uh, it just it just feels angry. Like his music to me feels kind of angry. It's edgy and it's raunchy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, what else, Chris? Come on, you know, let's get something else. Yeah. Well, I guess we could say it's good that Bruno Mars won that category then. <laughs> yeah, it was a little five foot so. Um Best group uh, between Two Chains and Lil Wayne. I didn't know that was a group. They're groups. To be honest. For I guess two chains make it a group because two chains. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was drinking some Hennessy when they were putting yeah. this together. Tribe Called Quest for their last project. Oh, yeah. hell, hell yeah. yeah. They hell came yeah. out last year. Fat Joe and Remy Ma. How was that a group? It's just, she was just a feature. Yeah. I mean, on. On, on that track all the way up. But if you look at What's, what, what is it saying again? Um, where is it? Um, two is something, three is a group. Three is a crowd? Oh, three is a crowd. Two. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what two is. Two is but a I know three, three is a, is a crowd. crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, for best collaboration, and this is an interesting. Wait, so who won between them? <laughs> Migos. Duh. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't even give the full thing. Two Chains and Lil Wayne, A Tribe Called Quest, Fat Joe Remy Ma. Migos and Ray Shremard for best group. Shrem Life. I couldn't pronounce his they, name. They give it to they give it to Migos. What's two guys? You know Ray Shremard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's two guys. All right, man. Next, <laughs> next, please. Uh, best male hip hop artist. We have Big Sean, Chance the Rapper, Drake, Future, J Cole. And Kendrick Lamar. Wow, oh. that's that's a, that's probably that's one of the tougher. Hard. That's a tough one there at all. Yeah, for sure. But for political reasons, <clears throat> for mm-hmm. political reasons, mm-hmm. I would probably say Kendrick. Yeah, and you would be right because he won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and last but by no means least, we're gonna run through the best female hip hop artist, which was a a one that a category that a lot of people were looking for, and it made news because of her response to it. But if you saw it, you know what I'm talking about. But I'll run through it for you okay. guys. Cardi B. Missy Elliott, mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj, Remy Ma, and Young M.A. Personally, you go ahead, Paul. Who would, you, who would you have gone with? No, no, no. Give me that list one more time. Cardi B, mm-hmm. Missy Elliott, yeah. Nicki Minaj, right. Remy Ma, right. and Young M.A. Anybody but Remy Ma. <laughs> <laughs> all, all but her. Well, hear this. She won. You're kidding. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. I'm serious. And you should see the uh, speech because she no, digged she Nick. digged at um Nikki. Nicki Minaj. No, Nick. About being fake and that is messy. Wait, wait. Fake she ass, actually fake. she actually got up there and said oh, that. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. She took it there what for real. What did she do? Yeah. What did she that say? That made news headlines. She was like she Dude. she spit some lyrics. I don't know if it was on a, a previous song cuz I don't know all of her work. Right. But she was like um, just pretty much talking about all you hoes with the fake asses and the this uh, and the that that try to blah blah blah. Oh man! And yeah, she like grilled Nikki on that one. Dang! <laughs> I was gonna it say made for a good May. news story. That's no, a I, real grudge match though. Yeah, like, it is though. You would have said Young and Me, really? I was gonna say no. no. She's falling off, man. Yeah, but she was hot and for like one song. No, Mm-mm. a couple songs. Tree songs. She had a song. Tree songs, to be exact. Ooh. Tree. Tree. Yeah. Ooh! <laughs> I didn't even like that song. And I'm listen. Yeah. And that's I didn't me like it when I, I <laughs> no. But I we didn't like. like I didn't like the song when I first heard it. I thought it was a little boy rapping, mm-hmm. and then I saw. I still think so. Then I saw 
the music video and was mind blown. And then mm. I saw her in an interview. I think she was on The Breakfast Club. And um, she was saying how she was going to be on that show, Power. Mm-hmm. Oh, Power? with uh, 50, 50 yeah. Cent. Yeah, yeah, with all the rappers thing. and stuff. Right. It's it Power Mari Hardwick, or is, right? Or is yeah. yeah, it's one? Power. It's Power. Yeah, Power. So um, they wanted her to be on the show, but you know she was just starting to get into her music stuff, right. and she was like, "I don't want to be on the show." And people think that because of the show, I'm, you know, I, I'm making it. So she did it on her own. But apparently, <clears throat> she gave up. Um, I think it was to be on on XXL's freshman of the year for la- for this year for some other political reason. I don't mm. know. Anyway, I'm not a big fan of her. I, I think she's like one hit wonder. Um, she could freestyle. So who who cares? She's I like the one she did. That, I like the no, one she did with the Mob Deep instrumental. But besides like that, that, she has no like commercial appeal. Yeah, but that's the point. You know, she's breaking the mold. <clears throat> you know, the booty mold, the female empowerment mode and all that i mean just being different and i i think that it i think is it was cool i i have respect for her i mm. would say i like her okay and i didn't i didn't expect to when i saw the video i was like oh shit what is this let you me know a, let me ask a question did What's uh that? did Nicki minaj uh give her a retort to rami ma's comments she wouldn't need to though not yet we're still waiting on it because i mean but you know, Nikki, she doesn't. She avoids beef. Unless, exactly. She doesn't. That's what, that's what it works in right her, her she favor. Didn't, she didn't respond to Remy Ma like no, a not the first back when they when they yeah, had that. What she did with that track, Ether or whatever. Two it was. songs. No, believe, Ether was. Yeah. Sheether. 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 That was Remy Ma's diss track. Anyway, let's move on. Um, a, a few more categories before we get into the next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, Puffy saying. What up, Puffy? What uh, up? What up? Hey, Puffy. Yo, oh, he's he, on the uh, yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, he's, cool. Saying, he's saying Ma is my talented, which I yeah, which she I agree. Is. She is, but I I just don't see staying power with her right no, now. Nick, she should have had. Nick don't see him going on a date with her. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like her. I don't like her. I don't like her. No man. I mean, I mean, she's she's talented, and the the couple tracks that she did put out, like I really liked. Yeah. But where's the rest of it? That's my question. Yeah, but it's she doesn't been have too a record long. deal, though, does she? It doesn't matter. Chance doesn't have a record deal. He's True. been putting out stuff. Yeah. Where's the music? That's my that's my question. That's my only problem with it. All him. right, calm down, calm down. Anyway, we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had at the award show, again, if you won't, well, you kept me now tuning in, but, <laughs> but we're running through the uh, BET Awards, uh, the winners of the categories. Right, that was Best Female Artist. Video of the Year. Now, this was weird in that we had obviously five five um contestants beyonce with sorry i don't know if anyone knows that, that video nope. oh I'm yeah sorry. i know the song Hell big no. sean with bounce back bruno mars with 24 carat magic that was, migos that was, that was cool. with bad and bougie and solange with cranes in the sky solange. yeah for me, it would be um, Bruno Mars. That yeah, he was real tight. Well, yeah. here's the thing. It would have been hands down only for me as well, Bruno Mars. But mm-hmm. it's a tie with, guess who? Beyonce. I don't know why they did that. They're like giving all the awards to Beyonce. Like wow. they always do at wow. the Grammys, at, at the BT Awards. I don't know what it is. But anyway, that's the video of the year. Best New Artist, which is the last category we'll touch because it was expected. But I think it's from, from, the, from the artists on this list I'll run through now. The guy who won should have won. So we got 21 Savage. It's a sword. It's a sword. It's a sword. <laughs> it's a sword. We got, it's uh, a sword. We got Cardi B. <laughs> uh, we have Chance the Rapper. We have Khaled. And we have, again, Young It's Andy. Khalid, though. 
Khalid. Sorry, it's Khalid. How does right. he not pronounce I keep his own getting name it messed right? Up. <laughs> I keep Stop. getting it messed up. It's Khalid. No, it's right. not. It's Khalid. Oh, Khalid. Yeah, the, the R&B guy. Yeah, oh, lo- location. Oops, my bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no, because people have been like, DJ Khalid. I'm like, dude says, DJ Khaled. <laughs> and be- wrong with and before before I announce it, because I know you guys probably weren't following who actually won, but I'll run through it. 21 Savage? No. He, in my opinion, I would not give him Best New Artist. No. Cardi B? No, she's too new. Mm-hmm. She hasn't really concreted herself as yet. Yeah. Chance the Rapper? He's not a new artist. So, no. Khalid, again, he hasn't, proven himself yet he has Stupid one song he has one amazing. really hot song so yeah. i wouldn't give him that either i guess because when he came out with that single it was so close to the judging date that they yeah. had to throw in something yeah. and young ma who won chance the rapper mm-hmm. that's i don't what know I why said. that's what he's I been out said. for years yeah. but he's a new artist anyway and all respect to him and yeah that's the end yes. of uh i guess the the awards that people actually care about <laughs> from the bet it's a bet award show yeah. so it's the point of the show, or the point of the podcast, where we run through a new release of the week. Now, we talked at the top of the show about the fact that we have two releases this week. We're actually, like, super blessed. <laughs> no, wait a minute. What's that? Three the- releases, actually. What's the third one? Pretty Girls Love Trap Music. Oh, 2 chains. 2 chains. I haven't heard it yet. Mm, I yeah. tried to listen to a little bit of it I before I came it. here, yeah. but I couldn't really... Drake is on one track, so of course I clicked on that one. <laughs> Nat- <laughs> naturally, right? Yeah, because he, cause he light skin, you know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> big pause, big silence. <laughs> right. Choking on this uh, Hunter. Shout out to Hunter Cider, by the way. Once that's again, like, big up support for that. Yes, yeah, big up support Paul for came the through with yeah, some Hunter Gold <laughs> Lager. Yeah, it's nice. Anyway. So yeah, new releases this week. What we'd like to do here is listen to it for the very first time. Again, these two records being Calvin Harris's um, Funk Bounces, what, Volume 1? I think that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. That means there's going to be more coming. And Jay-Z's new release, 444. Yes. So we'll go away, come back in like a second. It'll be a second for you because that's how radio magic works. And uh, we'll give you our, I guess, hits, misses, and hidden treasures right guys cool. all right and we're back from our first listen our first impressions time to give it like it is raw and uncut it's the first time we've listened to the jay-z album uh 444 mm-hmm. yeah first impressions let's start with paul yo it's a pass for me i give it four mics <clears throat> four mics let's yeah. give some backstory to the uh <clears throat> young heads <laughs> yes let's school them on well, that paul okay so um, if anybody knows uh, what uh, exactly what I'm talking about here, um, if you ever heard of the Source magazine, they basically had a rating system, which ran from one mic to five. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would go through um, the latest albums uh, by hip hop and R&B artists. I think it was R&B, yeah, R&B. right. And um, they would then go through and give you a brief write up what right. it's about, samples used, um, guests, uh, performances. That was on it. Performances? Sorry, yeah, not performances. Yeah, a little rundowns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit of rundown on the album, and then they would give it a rating. Okay, cool. Uh, at the so end. mics so is in microphone? Yeah. 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 Literally, it's like five mics. All right, cool. Like, so your score is, is four mics? My, my score is four on it, All definitely. Right, so on that new Jay-Z 444 album, Paul yeah. gives it four mics. Yeah. Four mics, yeah. Um, no, that's four mics, but what are your feelings on it? Um, my feelings on it, uh, there were uh, a lot of things in there that I liked in terms of the samples used. Mm-hmm. Um you know, they, you got to hear Damian Marley in there, which you haven't heard for a long time. 
and I thought that was pretty good because <clears throat> uh, I'm a Damian Marley fan. Right. Uh, yeah, but he's dope. Yeah, definitely. Welcome to John Rock. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that album was so good from front yeah. to back. Yeah. And um, you know, some of the stuff he as as D you were saying, you know, he was definitely preaching to you uh, on some of that on some of those things. And the apology to Beyonce and so on, which was which was cool. Yeah. 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 Jace, what do you think? That's a five for me. A five out of yeah. what? I'm assuming five? Five out of five. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's a because high the album is a pass, man. Definitely. Well, it's you're making it more than a pass. That's, that's a like hit. five stars. Yeah. It's a hit. That's a like hit. that's like gold. But the yeah. thing is, it's <laughs> like it's a hit for me. I don't know if it would be a hit worldwide for everybody. And it's a hit because it tackles issues face on. Yeah. Um, you don't see that every single day, especially in recent years, right? Mm-hmm. It's what we need as black people. And D, you literally preached it before we even listen, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, the two <laughs> tracks, dog. <laughs> the two tracks. Hit hard. Which two? Number uh, two. Bam and Moonlight. Bam and Moonlight. Yeah. That's number six and seven. Yeah. Or Family Feud like was like, woo. Yeah. So your impression, D? My impression was, I, I... From what I suspected, I was I was right, like you said. Right. Um, he starts off the album just going on into it, just you know, meat and potatoes, the story of OJ. Yeah. You still a nigga, you yeah. know. Yeah. You got money, you got this, you got that, and the other. It but no matter, no matter you know, what you do, in this country and it. even around the world, you know, and he's he's just really raw with it, which is really good because, I mean, you know, nowadays a lot of artists are raw but raunchy and don't have much of a direction for no reason, kind of, you know, whatever. But he's basically like, like I was saying before, he's like an uncle talking to us, like, and talking to the youth, like, look, you still taking advance money, dude? You don't do that. You don't, you (laughs) excited because you got a record deal and some girls and cars, you know, no. So your score? What do you give it? Definite five, but I would also say it's not an album you can take in once real quick. You gotta like, listen to this like, a lot my 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 take on it it's a good album it's a very good album it's i don't want to say old jay-z because then we get into that debate of old kanye (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's what i want to hear from jay-z because in the last couple of i should say the last decade jay-z's just been like flexing everything yeah like he he could he has the credentials he's probably the only one still kind of in the game never retired officially that can flex yeah but i kind of expected to hear some of that in this album and i'm glad that i didn't hear as much as i thought i I would have and that's that's a breath of fresh air and when he did flex it was to kind of teach you yeah to put things in context like all right dude i bought this piece of artwork and now it's worth double and it it was a smart flex triple yeah yeah. Yeah. it's definitely not an album that i can see any of those singles hitting top positions other than the hype from the first week it is not something that you can play let's say over and over and over and over again in certain circles Mm -hmm. this is something you have to sit down and spend time with it's not something that you can find like there's no definitive um one track that you're gonna have on repeat Right. Yeah. You have yeah. to take the entire body of it's work. That's my feeling body. from it. Right. This is like ten tracks. Yeah. Which is nice too. Yeah. Because he just ten tracks. Yeah. Keep it Not short and simple. Yeah. Ten yeah. and 
That's Each thing and every one of them were my quality. My score... 4.7 out of 5. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, what, like a, like that's a, like a, a, a piece of A mic. solid A. <laughs> 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 not plus. And, and the reason I'm, I'm saying not plus, because of all those 10 tracks, they had, none of the tracks had me jumping out of my seat. Mm. Because I spent the time listening. And I yeah. think that's a good thing. It's not knocks on it. It's just right. that it is not that type of album. Right. And I went into it with one, you know, mindset, and I came up with a completely different one. And I loved it. It was good. It was a very good album. Yeah. Well, I would say a couple of the tracks had you maybe bouncing and everything. Mm-hmm. But then he's serious, man. This yeah. album is serious. It's yeah. not a game. Listen, all right, I'm rapping to you. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, um, it's like he's giving you, he's talking to everybody. Yeah. He's yeah. delivering a public announcement. Yeah, I, and I have here, hidden it's, it's, in a record, you it know? Is like, you know what? It is what the industry needed. It is. It and I, I honestly think it should be required learning for all the new rappers. <laughs> I know. They listen to it, they get their shit right, and then they come back fresh. Please do. And here, I'm it's necessary. I'm to see how people are going to actually right yeah. here, right here, after Right here, right here, don't, uh, I think it was that smile. Uh-huh. Smile? Yeah. With the Stevie sample. No, no, no. No. Trying to figure out which one it is. Can't remember which track it was. Number three. Um, That's the one when he had his. Uh, yeah, smell. Yeah, yeah. Stevie. It, it, it felt like yeah. it was an open letter to hip hop mm. and all the younger artists, right? And I got that from Moonlight, though. From Moonlight. The third from the end. Yeah, you, you got number, yeah. Number. You stuck no, in La La but, Land. No, well, not. Oh, that was not just hip hop on a whole, but mm-hmm. hip hop. And to the world, yeah. Especially when he started apologizing to Beyonce, like he, he was literally showing that he's a man, mm-hmm. right? And at this point, he is a man because yeah. we have literally gr- watched him grow up from that dirty ghetto kid, yeah, to this dude in a suit mm-hmm. that everyone wants to be. But mm-hmm. the man is now telling you, "Look, sit not on my lap. This is grandfather talking to the grandson. No, yeah. right? You need to do this." To get to where I am. If you do the foolishness that you continue doing right now, you ain't gonna get what you got right now. Mm-hmm. Right. You gotta be able to flip those numbers instead of being stuck in a trap and being stuck in a hole. Yeah. That's what this work smart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's this trying what, to give you the hack mm-hmm. <laughs> hacks <laughs> to work smart. I, I also think of seeing a side of Jay Z that we've never particularly a very seen emotional before. Side. A very yeah. open side. Yeah. And and I, that took me back a bit because, like I'm saying, I'm coming from knowing Jay Z flexing, mm-hmm. flexing everything. No, but you know he's been vulnerable in some of his tracks. Um, you know, oh, which one is it right now? It escapes me. It's uh, a track he talks about giving a car to his nephew that, he, that died. You know, in that car crash. Yeah, that's awfully reasonable doubt album. I think that was wasn't it? It was awfully reasonable doubt. No, 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 no. So I'm sorry. No, um, that was off of the album with the gold cover uh, with uh, What, a Kanye. blueprint album? Oh, no. um... No, Watch Your Throne. Oh, wait. Watch Your Throne album. Is it? Yeah, with the gold cover, yeah. yeah. With, with the Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've been having that on repeat, actually, for the past Yeah, week. I know the track you're talking about, though. Yeah. But he, Jay-Z has always been slightly... He's been very... His delivery is not in your face. Like he'll say something that makes you feel as though he's saying this, but he's really saying two things at the same time. Right. So it's really interesting to dissect his lyrics, you know, which which is one thing that I've always loved about him. Um, he has shown his vulnerable side, but touches. Mm. But this one, like in um, 
The song Smile, he talks about his mom being a lesbian. She had four children. And how hard was that to try to hide that? And now, you know, we're dealing with the, uh, you know, the community of LG, is it LGBT? LGBTQ. And yeah, and, and, and so much is going on. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of changing and shifting. Right I guess now. putting a face on that that culture. Well, he's and how he's it relates expressing to someone. that you know he's been affected by it because exactly, his own mom. How it relates you know? to him, yeah. So people will think, oh, Jay Z is a hardcore rapper from Marcy Projects in New York, but no, he's been through, and his mom, hey, he's not, you know, yeah. Yeah. you know, and that's and cool. uh, let's talk about that f- title track though. Which that one? Kind of oh. like an open letter response to uh, to Beyonce. So. And that's really interesting after hearing that because they have the Roman number numeral four tattooed mm-hmm. on their fingers. The number four is very symbolic for Jay-Z. For yeah, it's always been. Damn. I guess you can tell from our, um, <laughs> our response what we're feeling on the album. Uh, it's it's a solid it's a solid body, uh, body of work. Yeah. And... I think it, it requires multiple um, listen over sessions <laughs> to get every single ounce of knowledge that he's he's pretty much spitting. It's it's a different Jay Z for sure, mm-hmm. but it's it's still familiar. If if that making if it if this makes any true. sense, it is something that we didn't really expect. If we are, I should say, we wouldn't have expected had we not gotten the visuals that came along with it before launch. Yeah. Um, Without that, I would have just guessed another, you know, flexing, whatever, like most of his future work in the past couple of, of years. But it's taken me far back to earlier Jay-Z, like, you know, the good shit. Yeah. And it's put music in, I guess, a different space going forward for a lot of these new artists. So it'll be interesting to see what they take from it and how it settles. This was more like a spoken word album. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking now because there are no tracks on there that, I mean, there are no you, hooks. There are no party there, anthems. Yeah, there's, there's no exactly. Yeah. There are no hooks. And be, and and, I, and that is why I say there are no club banging tracks no, in there, man. That's why I say there's not going to be yeah. any track that stays for a while on the on the yeah. top 100. It's no. not going to happen. This is something you listen to in the car or on the train on the way somewhere, and you're just taking it in, like how I used to listen to the Roots album and Nas back in high school. <sighs> And the final track, Legacy, I love the way he set things off. Yeah. Jason is cheesing from ear to ear. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about the last track, he left everything off as, think about it, like all the shit he's been through, all the shit he's learned and experienced mm-hmm. that he's trying to pass on to to everybody, leave a legacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, leave it, keep it in the family and you know, and all the things that he shared in mm-hmm. Legacy, I feel like that is what you want to leave. You know, we are all here on this earth and we're supposed to, well, not we're, that we're supposed to, but, you know, it would be nice to, right. you know, have a legacy yeah, and something, something to leave behind. behind. And I think this is an amazing album. If he walks away from the rap right now. This would be a good way to. This is like the best way yeah, to walk out. Good stuff. Really good album. All right, so we're gonna go again because that's the first album we listened to again. Another this podcast. one. Another one. <laughs> we got another <laughs> one on the way. That's that's a good little uh, homage to last week's episode with DJ Khaled. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're gonna go away and come back in just a second. Again, Magic of Radio. You'll hear us in like literally a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we would have listened to the uh, Calvin Harris album, Funk Wave Bounces Volume, volume one. one. Is there gonna be a Volume Two? <laughs> Man, no one cares. Most likely, Calvin, right? what happened? Well, yeah, first impressions going in? 
What are we feeling? I think it's going to be a pass. For me, it's going to be a pass. <laughs> I don't know. From what I've heard, from what I've heard so impressed. far. I think. Uh, <laughs> Come on, man. So. You, and you're going to sit there and you're going to say, for, and you heard it with yeah, me. I, I'm just the playing stuff that we've advocate. heard so far is good. Yeah, it's good. I, I'm a big fan of Calvin Harris ever since all the way back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to this next one. The the few few records on it, um, my joint is rolling. With, Damn, um, love it with uh, Ka- yeah. uh, Khalid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hope I got okay. that right. Yeah, I have to hear yeah that love one. that one. Um, we have uh, what's and the other Slide. one? Slide. Ra- Frank yeah, Ocean. That's been on out there. for a while. Slide. I yeah, love that. and there's Slide's another nice. one as well. Feels. I'm not really that's feeling with, that. That's with uh, Pharrell. And with Pharrell. Yeah, but w- okay. I'll listen to it again. And <laughs> no, one with Katy Perry as well on it. Oh. And uh, we'll we'll give it a listen and uh, get back here in a second. Cool. So stay with us. And we're back. Damn, guys. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've been saying that for I don't know <laughs> the last like, two hours we've been here listening to these tracks. Man, um, that Calvin Harris record hit every single expectation i had for it and i'll start by saying the production on that record as a producer i'm envious of calvin harris right now mm-hmm. like i'm a huge calvin harris fan but that production every honestly i didn't like all the tracks yeah but the one thing i can say for every single track the production was tight yes i have to agree with that how many every mics? single track how many mics <sighs> two um, uh, out of five well yeah. I, I i'm gonna stick with stars <laughs> Out of five, definitely. Four stars. Oh, Paul. Out of five for oh, me. Oh, three. <laughs> Sorry. Four. Four point. Four point eight. Four point eight for me. It, it it was an awesome album, man. It had a good balance of hits and stuff that like and B sides, stuff that I don't really care for, but it had enough hits that it it's up in there for me. It's not phenomenal, mm-hmm. but it's a damn good album, just based on production alone. There's some soft hits, you know, some struggle bars here and there. There's some weak <laughs> performances, and there's some corny shit, especially from people that we love, like Pharrell. Let's mm-hmm. let's be real, bro. Yeah, he brought the happy vibe to it, it a little bit. Here I didn't like it. Yeah, not one yeah. track he did. Yeah, but I got overall, it. for yeah. me, top notch, top work. Calvin Harris top fucking marks from my from my corner that's just me guys yeah for me that would be a three um I know going lady production was hard to steal yeah right but production no one only met the um the well album. you're speaking to producer <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I hear that you're talking first, music right? production I heard the production wise. first as well and yeah. I definitely like that oh, um yeah. that West Coast bounce that mm-hmm. funky guitar that yeah. bass line yeah. driving your whole um, tracks, but it's like the artists mm. and the choice of artists. Yeah, and what 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 got me as well? I ain't hear Calvin's voice. I love Calvin's voice. Yeah, and he, not I believe, a single track, not a single track with <laughs> him on true. it. That's not true. That's true. And I love his voice. From, yeah, from it's the, different from way back when he. I mean, he started his first album with his own voice. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So I sh- I think he should have at least included himself in this one. Mm. So. It was kind of disappointing not hearing him. I guess it'll be interesting to see why he didn't he didn't feature himself. I would love to hear. Yeah. Something. Did he though? Is, no, no. Is he not subliminally like through there? Maybe some like, backup or something. Maybe backup. But, oh, but yeah. we talking about full, full yawning, on. yawning noises or something. <laughs> full on like missing. flashback Calvin Harris. Yeah. Like like yeah, for for real. That's true. But yeah, what about what about you, Paul? What do you think? Um, 
Uh, I give it three stars as well. Mm, three um, out of five. For me, there were some trucks that were pretty funky, mm-hmm. and there were ones that was, you know, meh. <laughs> meh <Mad> truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were some right. meh stuff. Some 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 passable stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, any misses? Any big misses? Stuff that you definitely think should not have been anywhere near to the album. I don't. I didn't get these. I didn't get the number seven track. That skirt on me thing. I, mm. I really didn't the get Nicki it. The Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Yeah. It felt all the place. I didn't though. get it. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of weirdish. Like, where did the Afro vibe come from? Yeah, I mean, right? I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying Calvin can't do it as mm. a, as a producer. Definitely can. But for the, the choice album, of artist, horrible choice. As you were saying, I would have loved her heard uh a Beijing artist that was just me that. being you know very optimistic but i agree with you though <laughs> knowing I'm, that yeah i'm agreeing with you knowing that all. they're 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 capable caribbean and local artists that could definitely have done justice to that track yeah. without the odd tune what do you think D? <laughs> mm, i okay i know calvin is a great producer i think that he I think he dug back into disco yeah. and vintage R&B groove bounce, mm-hmm. you know, late 80s, 90s type of thing. Yeah. Um, slide with uh, Frank Ocean. Yeah. I've been had that on repeat all summer. I mean, before summer even hit. So that's that's that was good for me. Um, Cash Out was really cool. I really loved that one. And that yeah. had the old school groove to it. Snoop on holiday yeah let's talk with, about it uh, let's talk about with it. john legend i mean they that that track was perfect yeah. he rocked it perfectly yeah. and a lot of artists that are on there you know everybody brings their own flavor mm-hmm. and brought their own flavor to it but snoop just got on there like let me Snoop's school you being snoop man being yeah. uncle snoop man <laughs> <laughs> that was a night nice, because snoop has done some misses in the last couple of he years has. let's be honest that, yeah, yeah. And, but he didn't, and he didn't spell his name out <laughs> <laughs> that's a good takeaway but yeah definitely again i just got a hammer on that production what about the girl at the end who sounds like macy gray jesse reyes <laughs> she's yeah. really dope um i just mm. started following her actually on instagram because it's hard to <laughs> i got up i gotta peep her stuff no yeah. but like she's got a really dope uh vibe about her and i like artists like that she's like an underground you know i think she's from toronto yeah i think she's from toronto so you know yeah i think and just to wrap up this this review session um timeless sounds for me and not in terms of stuff that will last. I mean, timeless in terms of the production. Again, I'll always reach back to the production and say if that it's stuff. If we go to instrumentals. Yeah. But I would say, you know, but half the tracks were good mm-hmm. and half were. Were so-so. Uh, all right. You know, and, and, you know. Yeah. Because you can have an amazing production and then the, the artist comes and ruins yeah, they, they the whole thing. Yeah, they bring nothing to it. Yeah. You know, and don't bring, don't bring what it needs. Um feels that had like a com- completely commercial yeah, poppy vibe to poppy it. vibe to it which it, yeah. that song will probably make it on the top 40 charts you know it was funky prayers up i feel that should have been ariana grande and mac miller on that oh, yeah. together like oh, yeah. ariana's voice is amazing to me and she has a very strong voice yeah. um ugh. and let's talk about uh travis though i wasn't feeling that no bit. no that was a dumb no. song from the get-go yeah, I wasn't feeling that one. After being overloaded last week with Travis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I need a break from. from <laughs> yeah. like you it's again. Lit. It's lit. <laughs> Straight up. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. We need a break. Sorry, no no disrespect. No slight to Travis Scott. But um, 
yeah take a break guy yeah. <laughs> take a vacation yeah, yeah. yeah man so uh, I, I hope you enjoyed a little review our quick uh, introduction go check the tracks out for yourself they're out now uh, first album we reviewed was that Jay-Z 444 mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know if you'll find a different name for it but <laughs> 444 <laughs> and uh, Calvin Harris chapter funk. 4 verse 44 <laughs> <laughs> funk What's it called again now? Funky funk, wave, funk oh. wave, funk wave bounces right. volume, volume one. one. Yeah. Nice, good review, guys. Yeah. And now it's time to running to our final segment, which is kind of like a rant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a discussion as well. Uh, something that we, as DJs here, all four of us, as performers in some sense, as artists, uh, feel about our role. What is the role of a DJ? Exactly. What is the role of the DJ? What is what are the things that a DJ should have? What is the duty of a DJ? What's expected? And what's expected? Mm-hmm. So who wants to lead <laughs> off this very deep uh, discussion, this topic? I think Paul wants to start off this I week. think so. You have something burning on your chest. Yeah, he's got, <laughs> he got something. You want to get it off his chest real quick. <laughs> okay, okay. So here, here's the thing. Um... Let me put it to you like this. Have you guys ever encountered uh, encountered uh, a scenario where a promoter or bar or a lounge or a club owner has told you, um, well, you know, uh, we're gonna, we, we want to have you there and then um, we hope that you can bring all your people with you. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, of course. To, promoter. To, 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 you know, to pack the place right. and come up to the event yeah you bring your people of course because i mean if you got good supporters but then they had no marketing in there mm-hmm. yeah and you're expected to bring the crowd yeah to their to their place and to bring right. the money and to yeah and to bring money yeah and then on the back of it pay you shit they won't pay you shit yeah <laughs> well, we've all experienced that yeah here and, and and you know it happens often yeah it does i think there are there are a lot of djs out there um who can tell you that you know people want you to carry the place for the entire night and then want to turn around and basically slap you in the face yeah with a hundred dollar bill yeah it's 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 a level of disrespect uh, i think i but, think so but and i like to play devil's advocate i like to see it on both sides as well uh, to kind of see where they are coming from and see if there's some kind of middle ground that can be met. Most of the time, there is none. None. But yeah, I think they have been afforded a certain level of privilege. And I'm speaking to the promoters um, when it comes to putting on a, a, a fete or a party or whatever in yeah. Barbados, where they think that the DJ himself or herself, for that matter, is somehow more responsible for the numbers that they're pulling. Yeah. than they are for providing a solid set. I think they're relying on the backs of the DJs to be the promoter and to do their job for them, mm-hmm. which then puts the pressure on us to that's, pull a party. That's and what I'm saying. For me, that is not the role of a DJ. No, because you have the music department and the marketing department. Exactly. <laughs> you know, marketing and promotions is not what I do. I just handle the music part. So your job is to promote the fact that you're having an event, number one, and that I will be there providing some music yeah. along with whoever else will be there. Yeah. Another thing, too, is like um, a lot of promoters or club owners, when they're looking for DJs, I don't think that they they 
research the DJ and know exactly what this DJ is capable of playing. Right. What is their style? Um, you know, when they pigeonhole you or think that you can only do so much. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. all right, okay. Uh, um, we're all four of us. We play house music. Mm-hmm. We also can play other genres, mm-hmm. but people they would probably still label you. As, as a host DJ, as a host DJ. Yeah. right? Well, here's the thing, and again, I'm I'm trying to play both sides of the coin here. It all comes down to us as the artists to market ourselves correctly. That's true. And in Agreed. the light that we want to be seen. Yeah. So if I want people to know that I play soca as well, or I play R and B, or I play hip hop, or I play whatever, I need to put that out there. Whether that be through a whatever mix. I post th- yeah. on my social media, whatever it be through um, SoundCloud. Yeah. I have to start by putting that out there first. But see, that's if people are following you and, and you know, listening to your mixes right. on SoundCloud because there are a lot of people here that still don't really do that. Yeah. So because we're on a small island, it would word of mouth spreads faster. Mm-hmm. And if you are seen somewhere in someone's Snapchats, Nick Aaron is playing soca at this fet that I'm at, then that will, you know, get the word out faster. Yeah. So it's weird, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I totally agree. You would have to market yourself. Like for me, I can play any genre. We all can. Of course. Yeah. And um, you know, and people are afraid. I think a lot of promoters and I was just speaking to a friend the other day about this. Um I find that promoters operate on a formula, like mm-hmm. a formula that's as fail proof as they could possibly get it. If we get these DJs and mic men because they are at every mm-hmm. fet. Yeah, that's a style. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, I know. And, and no disrespect or slight to hype men. No. Because I get the job, right? But, you know, <laughs> and then some do. promoters, their musical taste may not be really what the crowd needs or wants, mm-hmm. you know, because some are a little elderly, mm-hmm. you know, and some are just out of the loop and not understanding that people want more than the same, yeah. you know, over and over. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying to it too. I think we run run into this this thinking where somehow a dj is a jukebox or a dj is to come to a fet and play the exact same thing that they've been playing on the radio for the last four hours yeah it is not expected in in barbados as it should for djs to break records okay got it yeah i totally get it because i know when i'm playing out i don't i could play i could play for hours and not play one song you've ever heard before yeah Right. And I think that is the role of a DJ to educate. True. In in any capacity and to, to just spread the awareness of good music, which is why we all came up with identity, mm-hmm. which is why we started our, our party series yeah. to play the stuff that it's never you know that's never, never been played. played or that's not on the radio. Give these people an edumacation. Educate them. <laughs> exactly. Straight facts. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what what do you think, Jace? Any anything you want to add to the uh the whole debate? The whole topic of uh, our role as a DJ. I got to play devil's advocate as, as well mm-hmm. um, because, like, we all say that we want to educate the masses, right? But you got to be able to educate. You got to know when to educate and when to break records. And, like, you can't do that in every single event mm-hmm. or space because we got the wedding DJs. Can't break a, break a record at a wedding. No. no. Number one. Um, if we check, check the clubs... You might be able to break a record, but you have to be able to know how to break that record. But that's the perfect place to break a record 
at a club. Not necessarily. Yes. What are you talking course, about? James. That but is no, the no, testing ground no. right there. Not a wedding. A wedding is no, more definitely. catered Wait, to hold, but, no, hold on. Let him, finish, let him finish. Go ahead. But finish. Make your point. I want to hear, hear what he's saying. I've seen multiple DJs in Barbados, especially big name DJs, try to break records inside the middle of events and no one responds. Everybody's blankly staring, trying to find out what to do. They want to party. And they cannot party to a track that they don't know. Imagine why he, is that? Did they because blend this it? is the Beijing crowd? This is the Beijing crowd. All right, crowd. let me stop you right there. Mm-hmm. I'm the talking onus, about the onus is on us mm-hmm. to break records. That that is that goes without period. saying. Period. Period. Yeah. And the whole fact that the that the audience, our local audience, Beijing audience, Trini audience, wherever you go, Jamaica, for some DJs that play there often, they can tell you we have put the power. Of music in the hands of the audience, but that's not our fault. That's the that's the promoter's fault. No, it's our fault. No, because because we also have to school the promoters on what our role should be. Because it's a two way street, and I get what yeah. you're playing devil's advocate. But the same way the promoters are asking for X, we as a collective of DJs of DJs should be saying, "Well, this is how it really should be done," mm. so that we are also equally represented. So when it comes to breaking records or giving our say to how the proceeding should be, a.k.a. our DJ set, Mm -hmm. we have more say in that. If you go back into history of DJing, our job has always been to break records. Yeah. People have paid DJs to play their records. That's true. But hold on, hold on. Partying back in the day was different. And let me explain why. If you go back all the way back to vinyl, right? Mm -hmm. People were freaking out because they were looping breaks. No one in Barbados right now is doing anything creative inside the parties they're playing tune for tune they're playing um tipping everybody put their hands up and that's when they will drop a tune to break a record they would never ever drop a a, a a brand new tune randomly in their set i did and but i had everybody dancing that's like that's a, that's your crowd that's yeah, your crowd that's I, not a regular party crowd you can't like, let's say, for instance... But I had newbies. I had lots of newbies that mm-hmm. have never heard me play before rocking. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what is that track? I and that understand. is what's supposed yeah. to happen. Yeah. That means that track got dropped at the right time. Right, correct. Exactly. Yeah. And it falls on you as a DJ to know when that time when is. When to drop right. it. You can't right. drop it Yeah, which is, why, which is why I don't agree with you when you say a, a club is never the right time. Well, well then when is the right That's time? That's the perfect time. I, I, in your th- opinion. I, I think my wording may have been wrong there. Mm-hmm. A bar mitzvah. But <laughs> <laughs> I would drop. I personally, I you can play safe inside a crowd inside the club, which which a lot of Bajans do. But for me personally, if I want to break records, I'm not gonna break the normal. I'm not gonna look to break a club hit, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look to break or teach people about good music. So I'm not looking to break records inside a club. I'm looking to break records inside events like Identity. Right. Where I can actually play some some music that people will not listen to. But think about it. I mean, and most of this is top secret stuff that we're going to start to divulge. But we plan to eventually start to grow mm-hmm. as, as a collective and to grow the scene. Mm. And it will get to a level where we might play clubs. Mm. Will we stop breaking records? But of course not. Story. Nope. That, that, that's a different story because be, the theme behind identity is that you're going to hear stuff that you've never be heard before. So you can play whatever you want to play. But it doesn't play. need to be <clears throat> it doesn't need to be a themed 
Um, but no, no, no. I'm not putting it as a theme. Literally, mm-hmm. people with no identity for uh, unknown music. And that's literally the theme for identity. Yeah. Not soca only this night or, cer- or certain music that night. The whole theme is at any point in time, you can you will hear something that you've never heard before. Well, what I'm hearing from you is restriction. Why are you restricting yourself to not allow yourself to break a record when the fuck you feel like it? No, I'm not saying not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that in 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 certain environments, I will not go and play a, a, a random tracks. Like even for now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, when Kendrick Lamar's um, album dropped the other day, mm-hmm. let's say not loyalty. What's the one which started with? Um, the two years, yeah, yeah. What's that track again? You lost me. Uh, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But but like yeah, when his album dropped, when his album dropped the other day, some of his tu- some of his humble, tunes, humble, yeah, humble, yeah, humble, humble, right. Yeah. Some of his tunes that dropped on that album, I wouldn't drop in the club. Two weeks after uh, after um it was released because people don't know how to vibe to that. Let me tell you something, Jason. Mm-hmm. I was in New York City. You talk in New York. Okay. This is the problem, which sucks. But anyway, Kendrick dropped Damn on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. I was at a party that Sunday. The first couple bars dropped and everybody went crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's what's supposed to happen. Yep. Inside the club, yeah. I could see yeah, people freaking out. To- we were actually outside along, you know, near a marina. It's or whatever, supposed still, to happen anywhere. Anywhere. Correct. It's like good music. When you drop it, yeah. then everybody should go crazy. Yeah. And it's and it's not to say I mean just I see where you're coming from, because certain people go to certain clubs or certain venues and expect a certain vibe, mm. but it can be mixed into their expectations. You can play one track that they're familiar with mm. and break another one. You can play four tracks they're familiar with and throw one wild card in there yeah. and keep. So there's never there's stuff. never a bad time to break a record, and that, yeah. I think that's our role as DJs to break records. Yeah, to yeah. to show you, you you will have to break that record multiple times in Barbados. Trust me. And but I that's have. the thing. <laughs> and we I have, have to get rid of that mentality. And where especially, does that start? Especially like because at the end of the day, you still have to make people accustomed to the music, right? Mm-hmm. Because like let's say for instance, Element, seeing Kendrick Kendrick album, right? Um, People will get hooked on the same line. I might go slap a blah 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 to make it look sexy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I believe people would catch on to that line instantaneously, right? But like, let's say I won't find another track. Let's say we take feelings off a of same Calvin, Calvin Harris um, album. Feels. Feels. Right. Yeah. Feels. Right. You can't drop that at any party like that, just like that. Why not? If you're playing Unless something similar. Unless you want to kill the vibe. But what if I that's mean, the vibe? If that's the vibe, then that's okay. So if, then you're what's opening, the problem? if you're, if you're <laughs> opening. Yeah. If you're opening. Not yeah. necessarily. No, I, I think... Or slowing it down. Here's, here's the mean. thing. And it goes back to, to the, the point that Paul was raising about the role of the DJ and, and expectations. Mm-hmm. We have to be the trendsetters. Yeah. We have to be at the top of the table saying, this is good. This is shit. You will like this. You're not going to like that. Mm-hmm. That is our role to educate and to school based on our tastes. Or if you like this, let me put you on to that. Exactly. And that's yeah. how it snowballs into a, 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 a scene, which yeah. is why I keep saying there's no music scene in Barbados because there's no appreciation for music. And where does the appreciation start? From the learning phase. You don't phase. have a chance. You don't have a chance. <laughs> the thing about it is, is as soon as they, the thing 
as soon as they don't hear a familiar track, it's like they stand up. It's like a deer in headlights. And it's because, <laughs> and it's because they're serious. conditioned that way and we I, have to I change agree. the conditioning. That's my argument. And that's why I think that I it think starts it, with us to I do it. I think it's annoying. The thing is, if you are a music lover mm-hmm. and you hear something good, after, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. If you hear, if okay, if you hear a track that you accustomed jamming out to, you hear something else after that that's new. Why not continue to enjoy it? Why are you gonna stand up? Like if you're like, what? What is the DJ doing? That yeah. might be an age kind of thing as well, though, too. Um, because I know I played some stuff recently that was hardcore, straight African, mm-hmm. like African music from Africa. Yeah. Drums, speaking Yemen. African. Yeah. Like it ain't on nobody's top forty charts. <laughs> yeah. It just came out eight hours before I played it, right? And everyone jammed out to it. But I was dancing. I had my girl next to me on the drums. Like we created the energy yeah. for you yeah. to keep it going. And funny enough, a lot of people there were like, "Yo, this is amazing. I love this. This is great." Because I blended things that they're familiar with yeah. into something pure and and just in raw and different but still along the same you know tempo and lines of yeah i get you you know tribal so it's all in how you drop it and you know people are feeling you yeah and back to jason's point about where you can and or where you think you can and can't break records think about it this way mm-hmm. you're in a club or wherever it be locally or internationally half the crowd is awaiting x sound to drop the other half is maybe listening for another song to drop. Yeah. You play one song that that first half is really feeling. Whatever you play after that, because of the energy from that half of the crowd that understands it, mm. I guarantee you the other half will move to it. I can guarantee you're not in this island. Yes, I've I seen see. it. I can see Dee it. just I talked can, about it. I can see it in Soka. It happens. It depends. And it's how you oh, do Soka, it. Oh, Soka parties. But the, this is the thing that I see at on Soka parties because mm-hmm. this is, those parties are the ones where I see that happen. Mm-hmm. The DJ yeah, only plays 10 seconds, 15 seconds of a song and flips it. Once mm-hmm. you start grooving to something, they flip it to something else that's just like not the same, on the same wavelength. And then you just kind of stop dancing. I was guilty of it mm-hmm. because I'm dancing along with something and all of a sudden they like run the track, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever sound effects that they want to use. Mm-hmm. And then they put something else on that has no, no, no remotely like <laughs> no, no business being there. Yeah. And then you just stand there like, man, you just messed up my whole groove. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, I would see that all day. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's funny. I have a thought every time I, I see a DJ play like that, it just makes me think of, what they must be like for their non-existent girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can only imagine. And we're segueing from that topic. <laughs> it's like, damn, what are you? Gosh, we ain't got no yeah. girl. I can see why. Well, as you can hear for just the four of us here, that's a heated discussion <laughs> um, on on the role of a DJ. And 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 I mean, get get back to us. Let us hear your thoughts. Uh, you can reach me at Nick Aaron on Instagram. That's N I C K A H R E N. Where can you find the rest of you guys? <laughs> uh, you can find um, Paul. You can find me at DJ P A U L D E C O T E A U. 
Or you could even uh, hit us up on the SoundCloud. Uh, let us yeah. know their, your drop thoughts. A, drop a comment. Let us know. Our identity yeah. page, again, at Identity246. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm DJ Deluxe, DJ D-L-U-X-E. And I'm Jace One, and you can find me at it's Jace One, I T S J A S E O N E. Yeah, got it. He <laughs> <laughs> can spell. And, and just to get that inside joke, make sure you listen to our previous episode if you missed it. Uh, this has been Identity Radio number zero zero two. Uh, we're gonna keep this going. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying it so far, and uh, catch us next week. Hopefully, we have new releases to. Yeah. Uh, to, to let you guys know about let us know what you think about the podcast man yeah definitely get back to us alright sure. guys until next time cheers Peace. Bye. Peace.